0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of a lucid life the podcast on consciousness lucid dreaming astral projecting and all things consciousness this is part two of my conversation with aj and where we last left off at in the last episode was we were just about to start dabbling on the conversation of astral projecting so without any further ado let's get back to the conversation thank you
1: had lucid dreaming down being aware in a dream so i found out about it um on like a YouTube down, or like whole spiral, you know how you get lost. Yeah, the thing. rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly, <clears throat> rabbit hole. And this is um, for astral. This is for astral projection. Gotcha. I had just moved to, back to San Diego from North Carolina, having all of these crazy experiences. When I got back, it was me and my dog, and that was it and I loved it at first, and then we just started doing the same things over and over each day, and it was just like, okay, this is getting, like, what else is there? I started seeing 1111 everywhere I went. 1111. Mm. what the fuck is this? Like, why am I seeing this everywhere? And I remember I had made, one day I had made it like a cup of tea, and I was sitting on the couch. Cup of tea? Cup of tea. This, I was trying to be healthy, and this was before I drank coffee, so mm. tea it was. I looked and checked my phone, eleven eleven. I was like, "What is this? What?" And I, for some reason, just googled it. I'm like, "Why am I seeing eleven 11? Boom! Here we go. It's like the book had opened, and from that moment on, it was it. That was it. That was it. For the rest of my life, that moment when I checked my phone and it said eleven eleven, I can never unknow, unsee any of this shit. <laughs> Yeah. And it's so cool. So I checked that almost immediately after seeing some things about numerology and why you see repeating numbers in sequences, things like that.
0: Like they call it another word for it was like spirit numbers or something. Right? Spirit numbers, yeah. angel
1: guides, like yeah, things like that. Angel numbers, like angel numbers. a lot. Again, lots Google of it. Angel angels, numbers, really. Angel numbers. numbers. That's a huge, huge part of becoming awake. Uh, whether it's at the beginning of your journey, in the middle, or end. It'll get in there somehow, some way, because yep. that's how you receive and download messages from whoever the fuck you want. But so,
0: everyone, I think everyone can honestly say that at one point or time they've probably been like, "Why do I see twelve twelve a lot? Why do I see?" Mm, you know oh, that's I mean? a good
1: one too. Yeah. yeah. Any any sequence, any yeah. number. One two three look four. Look it up. Yeah. The best thing you can do for yourself is look that sequence up, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so almost immediately after, like a brief maybe hour of just being, like, <laughs> a sequence of me being, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, researching, yeah. um, I came to a video, I was, like, how to astral project, whatever it was, and I was, like, the fuck is that astral projecting? I looked at it, and it was, like, you can do all this shit if you can trick your body into falling asleep while your mind stays
0: awake,
1: mm-hmm. and I was, like, easy, <laughs> I was like, I got <laughs> this, bro, <laughs> Like, didn't read anything else. Immediately just fucking ripped the bong. Like, just got high as I could and be like, all right, we're good to go. Like, I got this. Laying on the couch. Laying there. It was so annoying. <laughs> like, how <laughs> how quickly I got to the point of being able to like, oh, shit, I can, this isn't, like, this isn't a joke. I can feel
0: Something's happening. my
1: astral body inside my physical body. I can feel that. I can, it was like, it was like my hand was like if I had set my hand on a table and I was wiggling my fingers like or tapping like my nails but my hand wasn't moving. Mm. And for months I was stuck at that stage.
0: Mm.
1: Months. I had given up at some point because I I got so cocky. It was there. I was there that first day. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I've got this. Like, yeah. tomorrow I'm going to be flying. <laughs> and then, like, the next day I was like, all right. Like, it's cool. And the next day I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why isn't this working anymore? <laughs> I usually get, like, I'm usually, I nail things really quickly. Like, I'm a fast learner. I can get there. But with this, it was like, oh, you're going to put up a fight. Like, okay, I actually have to work for this and mm-hmm. that. Like even as much as I hated it was like the thing that hooked me in was like, you actually have to work for this. Mm -hmm. This isn't something like this outcome. And that's the thing is that you're shown this outcome of what you could be doing. So you never get, you never lose interest
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you can't because you know, it's there all the time. You know, this astral world is there, yeah. whether you're asleep or awake, whether it's daytime or nighttime, earth, Mars. Literally wherever you are, this world exists. So, it's just can you get there?
0: This is this was something that's always kind of confused me because the steps it looks like to how you do astral projection mm. versus how you do what they call wild, wake and do is lucid dreaming. They're like identical, but how? What like you're supposed to? The, I the experience tri-
1: them so differently.
0: Do you? Okay. I do. From what they say, like I'm not, for those that are listening, I am not a wilder. I do not have the ability at the moment of being able to induce a lucid dream anytime I want, whenever I want. Me, like, (laughs) so do you think they're the same thing? (laughs) Mm -mm. No. Okay, well then I'll I'll say I can't do either of those things at this moment. at will. I've never had a natural projection. I've only ever become lucid. I'm an expert dialer, which is dream induced lucid dream. Right. Where I fucking, for those that don't know, where. You go about whatever scenario, the story, the scene that you're playing at that's playing out in the dream, and then something happens and you just become lucid. Sometimes yes. sometimes it's cause you test yourself, like I have my fucking reality check mm-hmm. card, you know? Aww, that, yeah, I that, love it. Yeah, that I'll do that. Or I'll just yeah, fucking... I love
1: how much research you've done. That's awesome. We haven't had this conversation yet, so there's yeah. a lot of things that I'm finding out that I'm like, Oh, you're not a newbie. Yeah. Like this is awesome.
0: I, I don't consider myself an expert, but I've done but enough and experienced yeah, I'm not new. I've yeah. had at this point I'm I wanna say I'm still under two hundred, but you know, I'm somewhere between one fifty and two hundred and some of them have been the most profound experiences that I've ever had in my life, right? Okay. But I've only been able to do it from being able to wake up in a dream that's already taken place and then I can do That's what I
1: was going to say is I don't like, I don't have never even attempted lucid dreaming. I don't care to wake up in a situation that I did not get into myself.
0: Yourself. (laughs) Yeah.
1: To me, in my opinion, lucid dreaming is something that happens. You can induce it, in my opinion, like you can set it up to to happen, but I, I just can't get past it. Just on the level of, I don't even want to explore. And this is, maybe I shouldn't even talk because I don't know about it enough to even, I have no interest in it. Like, I just, I don't know. It's hard to explain. So you think
0: you're more of an astral projector than a lucid dream?
1: 100%. <clears throat> gotcha. They're completely different to me. Like, I I would say a lucid dream is a normal dream for me. It's just when I go to bed and I don't astral project that's what happens. You
0: always become conscious though. It's
1: always, every night. Really? Every night. Whether it's 30 okay. seconds or not, every night.
0: So you're a natural.
1: I do think I have this unfair advantage because there's some things that I'm like, I didn't have to do that. But maybe it's just something that came good to me or came easy to me, but it was something that no matter who the fuck you are, you got to work for that shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's consistency. Yeah, for sure. Try that son of a bitch open. <laughs> you keep it there. You keep that door open.
0: Yeah, the thing—the thing about it is, even if you don't like, even if you let it close, you can always get it back. It's just that same consistency, you, you know. But From,
1: why would you even let it happen? As hard as you work, oh, as hard as you work to decalcify, it's just pointless to let it slip.
0: Man, shit, Yeah, some people, myself, I have. I go through these phases. Because here's the thing with me, and this is this is where my monkey self my ego self comes into play. When I get into something, I fucking obsess about it. That,
1: I literally had this conversation with my best friend the other day. I was like, he was like just, I was talking about how I want to compete in this yoga competition. He was like, dude, just take it easy. Like, you know how you get. Yeah. Like, I get crazy. You decide you do something and that's it. That's what you want to do. Like, it is very much tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. However, it's from a higher Nice. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. It's it's to the point like this is where I want to do that fucking half marathon at Joshua Tree, which is like a good portion of his uphill. So like I just decided one day that I wanted to see, I wanted to do this because I thought it looked cool, and then I was like, can I actually do a half marathon like right now? Like, mm-hmm. do I have the ability? I don't run, I don't train, I don't really do right. anything, and I did it. I did it in like a little over three hours, and I was fucking broken by the end of it. But, but like, it. but I did it. And it was just one of those things. Like when I'm when I want something. I do what I have to do to get it. Going yeah. back to the Kobe Bryant parallels, like you fucking just, you it's get there. it. The Mamba mentality, you whatever. See you see it. You You decide you do it. that
1: you want it, yeah. And then you're like, that I will.
0: But for me, I get so obsessive about certain things, and I want I'll, I'll get so into mm-hmm. certain things that I burn myself out too. Mm-hmm. I like at some point that happens I, to me too. Yeah. So with Lucy, I quit. <laughs> I so
1: quit for a couple months. Yeah. It's had to. Yeah.
0: So with lucid dreaming, that's been like the ongoing thing is I'll get into it and then I'll fucking burn out, take a break Mm -hmm. and I'll get back into it Mm -hmm. and I'll fucking burn out, take a break and just, you know, um,
1: to me, that's normal. That's everything I do personality wise, life wise is like, I get really into it and I'll burn out and then I'll come back to it. And to me, it's normal, natural. I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but like, I can't talk for other people, but if that's kind of your personality, that's okay. Right. Yeah.
0: The fact that you can do that shit naturally is like... I'm so jealous of that. I do
1: feel like it's unfair. I mean, I'm the one that has the advantage. But I do... I almost feel guilty. Like, I feel guilty because sometimes I... I want to explain, like... It's just do this. Just do this. You're right fucking there. But it's like, I... What? This person's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, no, no, no. Just do it.
0: (laughs) So, with you... Every night that you go to sleep, you're mm-hmm. able to... You're If I want to. If you want. Okay, yeah. so if you I decide. don't do it
1: intentionally every single night. It takes a lot. It's a lot of energy.
0: Yeah, there is some energy that goes into it. It's a sure. lot. It's a lot of mental energy.
1: If you do it every night, you're going to wake up and you're just going to have to drag yourself around for the day because whether your physical self is rested or not, it's still like...
0: Your consciousness isn't... It? Yeah, it's yeah. like
1: you're there, but you're just yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a zombie. Okay. So
0: that's fair. But if you wanted to, you could do it every single night without fail. Basically. Give or, G- take, give or take,
1: maybe, yeah. I'm not perfect, you know? It's just so
0: fascinating to me that, that somebody can have the ability to lucid dream like that so regularly. Like, I, it, the, But the, the fact that you're aware... Of how fortunate you are in that. That yeah. you, you know. Like that's good. Because there's a lot of people that fucking that's just do That's a lot of like, like
1: a part of who I am too. Is guilt for gifts that I have. But it's like everybody has gifts right. Yeah. And I see gifts in other people. And I'm like. Oh my god. Yeah. Like you're a god. like You don't even <laughs> understand how good you are. And then in me I'm like. I'm so sorry. Like. <laughs> like that's how I feel. That's
0: fine. <laughs> so okay. So then. Going back into the differences. In terms of. Astro projecting, What, to you, in your opinion, does it feel like? Like, what are the differences in terms of the experience? Like, what, Like, I, I can relate to the lucid dreaming part in the sense that when you're lucid, it feels more real than this waking reality. Yes. There's something about it that everything is in so much more detail, and sometimes you'll be in settings that are unfamiliar. Like, some part of you, like, they're unfamiliar, but for some reason you know them.
1: It's like, it's like, um... <laughs> like, you've never been off planet before, but it's like if you were to just come back to Earth a million years later, not knowing where you are in regards to where you were before, but being like, oh, I'm back on Earth. Yeah. Like, you know you're on Earth. Like, you know you're Yeah. home to me. Home. But anyway, you were asking about how it feels, how it looks. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what,
0: are the, what does it feel like difference-wise for, like, because I, I can relate to the like lucid dreaming now
1: part. versus astral?
0: Yeah. Like, the
1: difference between the dimensions.
0: Like what what is the experience to you feel like? Like when you're you can walk around and so Lucid Dreams yeah. you can walk around yeah, and fucking yeah. I wanna fly, I wanna create something, I wanna summon someone, I can transform you. Yes. What what do you what so, happens with To Astral? me it
1: just it just feels like it's like you have this body, but you don't have to have that body. You can so it's like you choose your form and whatever form you wanna choose, you already know. So it doesn't feel any different to you than than this, because you don't know anything other than human, like here, but it's like an astral, you have all these other forms that you can take, but it's this matter, it's the matter, the, the dimension that that feels uh, natural, that you don't have to question it, I don't know if that makes any sense, mm. but like visually, stunning, like the most beautiful thing, to me, It just like, everything has this this glittery... Feeling to it. Everything glows. It's like an avatar almost. Like, mm-hmm. like everything's like almost bioluminescence because I want it to look that way. As natural as possible. I love... The thing I love about Earth is nature. Is the trees outside and the fucking hummingbirds that come and sit on that little fence out there. Like, mm-hmm. I melt when I see those fucking hummingbirds. <laughs> so, I like taking it into the astral realm. But, like, you can make it whatever... It's customizable. So you don't have to go there and be like, what the fuck? There's things you can customize. There's places you can go. Like the Emerald Tablets is a good thing to look at. That's really cool.
0: Emerald Tablets. Places to go.
1: I'll give you a whole list later. But the best part about this whole thing that I found, that's my favorite part of projecting, is you can find your friends. It's like... If... I lived in Australia, and we went like to Astral Project at the same time. You can meet up, and you can meet up with your friends from around the world. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Like, It's magic and technology all in one.
0: Mm. I, I think that really, in terms of these two things, is, is kind of like... There's still a, definitely an information gap that's going on, because I've I can I've talked to several different camps and that have experience with both or one or the other. And everybody thinks and says something different about it in terms of what their perception of it is. Like, having never had the official motions of astral, like I said before, that I, the steps to doing it, like going into a wake induced lucid dream, they say it's like the same as the astral projecting, with the exception of with astral projecting, there's like a rope or something that you're supposed to like climb out of. Yeah.
1: You're not supposed to like do anything. Like, the way I used. I used the rope method for maybe a month, and it didn't work for me. Um, what worked for me was literally clawing my way out of my own body. Mm-hmm. Like for the rope method, like you can, you it's best. It's like a beginner thing. Like so, you anything is customizable. You can do whatever feels better for you. But like the rope thing, if you start, if you feel like you have a, a rope going from your belly button like to the ceiling and you're in, like, the posture, like, with your hands by your side, what's the first thing and easiest place to move? is here, right? Sorry, here is as in your belly. Right. (laughs) Like, over (coughs) your belly button. Um, I'm
0: just watching. If you can move
1: your hands from your, if you're laying with your hands by your sides, if you can get your hands to your belly to that rope, that's the best way for a beginner to do it. But it's getting your fucking hands up, up into your belly. That's, that's. The part that's you have to figure out on your own as as a, a individual individual practitioner pr- practitioner I don't know participant yeah
0: so okay the steps then so yeah. I'll tell you my experience okay. with with the steps so basically my experience with wilding or astral projecting has been getting myself to the point of. And there's different ways that you can go about it. For some people, sure. they, they do what's called wake back to bed, which is you wake up in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah, I did that for a while. Yeah. yeah. You, you wake up
0: in the middle of the night. Your body is naturally more relaxed. It's more already kind of half asleep because you're just waking up. You go right. to the bathroom. You fucking go back. When you lay down, you're more naturally and quickly able to get to the point of being consciously able to feel your body fall asleep. Whereas if you do it at the beginning of the night, it's sort of a longer process because you have to you have to essentially get yourself to the relaxed state from a not relaxed
1: point right. because yeah.
0: you're walking around and doing all this shit. So I've tried both. And in my early, early days when I was, this was when I was with Fidel, my experience of it was, uh, this is how I sleep. I always usually fall asleep like on my side or on my stomach. I sure. never, I'm I never only, sleep. am a stomach on my sleeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I would get to is the point of being able to feel like numb like, I like can the feel. Tinglies? The tinglys? The mm-hmm. tinglys, yeah. You can feel, yeah, yeah. the tinglys. You can feel like parts of your body all of a sudden start to tingle.
1: Pins and needle yeah. yeah, and I
0: remember. The most, like, this is the first one, too. So going back to what you said about, like, your ego started chiming in. you like, oh, I can fucking do this yeah. tomorrow. I'm going to be flying and shit. Yeah. This is the same thing that happened with, with me my first time wilding or astral projecting, whatever the fuck is happening.
1: you're like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then it shows up. I, I, feel, I
0: feel the tinglys and everything. And my whole body starts to, like, kind of get numb and feel, like, this tingling sensation. Almost like like there's this vibration that you feel. And I could feel, like, myself being pressed into my bed. But at the same time, I'm like flying up. I'm so happy. Okay, well don't be happy because I haven't experienced it to this level I since. I know, but, but like <laughs> I'm so
1: happy you're there because that
0: like that close.
1: I'm telling you, like but is that
0: so is that wild or is that So
1: if you feel like you're No to me that's astral. That's because that's what happens before I go out is that that's the moment. Mm. That's mm. that moment. When you start to vibrate like that, the fucking bed shakes sometimes. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. at least you feel like it.
0: But yeah, like, definitely felt like that.
1: that's that fucking... Just... A little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so then... All right. So there's that sensation. So I guess I could understand why that would be considered astral. Because the popping thing. You just... The, yeah. Whether
1: you get out, or if you pop out, or you, you have to you climb, fucking claw yeah. your way out of there. Yeah.
0: So that was the closest I ever got, I guess, to astral. But to wilding, to wake-induced lucid dreaming, my other experiences are somewhat similar... But there's more that I can see in my mind's eye, mm. like it's almost like you go, you get the tinglys. you get like a kind of like fucking. I didn't, I don't remember ever getting like that pushed in. Like I'll never forget the being pushed in and feeling right. like floating thing. Like right. that's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. But you still feel like the body falling asleep. You feel like the tinglys. and yeah. then like you're. They call it hypnagogic imagery, Where right. the, In your mind's eye. So if you're listening, you close. Like
1: awake dreaming, kind of. Kind yeah. yeah. So like
0: you close your eyes. And in your mind's eye, like right now you're seeing dark. It's just black, right? Right. I prefer to do it with a sleeping mask because that blacks yeah, out Yeah, anyway. always. Yeah.
1: Always ping pong balls. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you start in the blackness, start being able to see like kind of just little streaks sometimes. It's like just little white streaks sometimes. It might be like, for me, it's like this orb that mm-hmm. I'll see. And things will just start moving around in your mind's eye with your eyes being closed. You'll just start being able to see certain things. Yes. And the longer that you... Stay completely still,
1: just keep, stay awake
0: and stay awake and don't, don't fall asleep. Move. Yeah,
1: don't fucking move, you'll yeah. fuck yourself. No itching, no
0: scratching. Yeah, you'll start to the images will start to become more intense and more vivid. And they'll actually start, you'll start seeing like faces, or you'll start seeing yes. animals. You'll start scenery will start to take place before your eyes. And so, the closest that and this was pretty fucking recent, too. The most recent one that I had where I was trying to do it with a wake back bed was. I remember it in my mind's eye seeing like, I'm almost like seeing like a window take form. And there's this fucking, there's this woman that is there and she's kind of like, it was almost like she was made out of like, like Christmas lights, like red and green and white. And Interesting. Everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how to describe it other than that. I saw like, she,
1: like the bits of light you were seeing was put like together. Christmas
0: lights, but it was her form and shit. Mm. And she's like, so I'm facing a window and she's like in the window or whatever And she's like doing this. So if you can't see me, she has her arm extended out towards me, and she's bringing it back as if to say, like, "Come on, come on in." Come on. And I'm just seeing her do that, and I can't, I couldn't fucking figure out, like, how do I get to you? And I remember like trying to fucking
1: like (laughs) Like she can't fucking do it. You got it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I remember like trying to fucking like like jump. So like I tried to like I tried to like
1: jumping out of your body. Yeah, I like
0: tried to like in my in my mind's eye, like I gotta get closer to her. So I'm like I'm trying to like "Eh, eh, eh," in my mind's eye. And I ended up moving, and then the whole thing right. like, kind of faded away. But, like, so to you, would that be the biggest difference? Is that there's like the popping thing with yeah. astral, but in wake induced lucid dreaming, it's like you're stepping into something.
1: You know, I said before, like, I just haven't lucid dreamt enough to really decide how I feel about it, besides not really for me. How, but many, how
0: many have you done? Would you say? I,
1: I'm not even probably like under 10. Really? Like, okay. it's something that happens to me when I don't astral project. Like, I don't, I don't, it's like, I don't want it to happen. I just want to sleep. <laughs> like God. Sometimes I just want to sleep. I'm okay. tired.
0: So basically you've had like 10 lucid dreams somewhere around there. And yeah. then the days that you don't just want to sleep and just nothing, you'll astral project. Yes. Okay. So
1: it's either I'm very purposefully practicing astral, astral projection, Okay. nothing else. I don't do anything else, but astral projection gotcha. when it comes to that kind of stuff. But if I'm not attempting astral, a lucid dream will occur.
0: So with your, and okay, so then in your astral projecting experience, are you able to still, like in my lucid experience, and this is going back to like what right. are the similarities, what are the differences, the experiences that you have? Can you like create like if this water bottle, if there, if I'm floating around in the astral and there's a water bottle here, can I turn the water bottle into something else?
1: Astral projecting? Yes. Yes. You can. Yes. Okay. You, it's very much god's play in the astral world depending on depending on what level you're at kind of like okay. um you can create worlds you can destroy worlds because it you're not really hurting anything can at, you come here ma'am? can what
0: come here
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can you can absolutely okay. do that like okay. ener- w- it's all energy there's like it's so funny saying things like realm and stuff, but mm-hmm. that's what it is yeah, very much. There's like. different like realms in the astral world, and those there's other realms where you get to where you like you don't get to fuck with with the stuff that's already here. Like you're here as like a tourist, as kind a of like as a guest. Like be careful. And there's others where if you go into certain areas, it's, it's like <laughs> Compton. Like yeah, anybody can get to you. Like you don't know what kind of thing. You're inviting into yourself or your space because anybody can walk through a door. That's what they're for. You, you, in and out, whoever, whatever. Like, you just have to be careful what you fuck with. But when you get to different realms, you'll know. So it's not like something. Like
0: by, by a feeling.
1: By, by, by like you can intuition. Just, you because, can just feel yeah.
0: that all of a sudden you're in a different space than you just were. Yeah.
1: And even if, because it's very much like if you go to like, say this water bottle, if you go to change it, it's like. You can't even attempt to. You just like you're like that's not gonna work.
0: I, I get what you're saying. And it's very
1: much intuitive because like mm-hmm. in that realm, it is a knowing. It's it's you don't get the 3D barriers anymore. It's just you already know. It's information. It, my
0: whole my whole belief system about what the differences are, and this is again like this is just my opinion and everything. Right. Sure. Same here. Yeah i've I've always looked at it like I think that those two the words astral and lucid are much closer than we realize. But it's always like, and I like how you said the realms, because I always call it the dream realm. I always call it the fucking, like the lucid realm and all this. For me, this is how I view dreams and everything, the level's up. Right. I view dreams specifically, the things where you're running around and you're not conscious, as that's just taking place in my own mind. I think that when I become lucid, I then have access to when I become lucid, it feels like I'm no longer realities. in my, yeah, it no longer feels like I'm in my own brain. Sometimes it can, like there's been moments where I've had lucid dreams where I felt like less lucid than others, where...
1: It's the knowledge of access that happens, like you can access things. Yeah. When you're awake. Yeah. When you become aware.
0: Yeah. And it, like, all right, let me, let me ask you this question. So I want your opinion on what you think I experienced is. Okay. We love this. We love
1: this. <laughs>
0: okay so basically what happened is I'm, I'm having a dream where uh i was in some room i was in like some hallway of something and there's a few there's these few dudes one of them that i went to high school with is years and years ago when i was still uh working the program in, and, and uh, so when i was first really getting into deep diving lucid dreaming and getting my exper- experience with it mm-hmm. um and so i'm in this hallway and these dudes are fucking all of a sudden they like start attacking me and everything so like I'm fighting them off, I'm fighting them off and everything. And I remember having this moment of just screaming, I've had enough. And then I kind of like just, when I did that, I like threw my arms down right? and there was this just fucking explosion of energy from mm-hmm. out, from without, from, from within me, out, right. out of me. All of a sudden I'm now like, like I just went super saiyan or some shit. And in that moment I became lucid. I was like, holy fuck, I'm lucid right now. So I do that. And then at that point I was all like, okay, fuck all these guys. I don't care what they have to do. Like you're no longer my concern. It doesn't matter. You don't matter anymore. It's like Like, the alpha
1: dog does not have to prove it's alpha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, So I had an intention and I had a goal at that time of, I wanted to see earth from space. Like that was something I really, I really wanted to see that. It was something that I had been trying to do for a long time. And even before that, well, okay. So I said, I want to see Earth from space. So yeah. I, re- I remembered that intention. <clears throat> and I'm like, I look up in the room that I'm in. And I'm like, I want to see Earth from space. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I feel from, like, my shoulders something pulling me mm. up. And now I'm going through this building. I'm going through. Uh, everything. I'm going through everything. I'm going through the building. I'm going through, like, the night sky. I can see this city. I can see all these lights. And now I'm going through the clouds. And I can feel the moisture in my, on my skin, quote, unquote. Yeah. And I remember being so excited. And I'm like, I scream. I'm like, woohoo! Yeah. and i do it to the point of where i go horse in whatever is happening in the experience huh. and then all of a sudden the next thing is that i'm no longer i'm in space yeah but i'm not seeing earth i'm seeing a different planet and time out from this before this moment have you ever read uh uh, uh gateway to the inner self by robert wagner
1: oh God, sounds so familiar
0: uh he's a uh, he's
1: I probably read bits of it online, at, at least. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he, he's like, he's a lucid dreamer. He's had a lot of like astral projecting stuff too, and he talks about the voice behind the dream, the awareness behind hmm. behind the dream. Yeah. So like, you know, Castanetita. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's this other author that talks about. <laughs> sim- I forget his name. You can't I
1: can't just say I can't. sounds at
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> so he talks about this voice behind the dream, and his experience was that he would be in a dream and he would be lucid. And he would be talking to the dream people, the mm-hmm. dream characters. And he would ask them a question and sometimes like depend depending on who they were, they would either be like just really dumb or they would seem more conscious than others, or they would seem like that's a fucking different person. Yeah. But then there would be other times where he would ask them a question and they wouldn't answer, but something from up above did answer. A voice. A voice would answer to them. And, but with respons- nothing,
1: there no physical um, manifestation above the head of these people that are t- speaking?
0: No, like just like... The-
1: telepathy is my answer. That would be what I would immediately go to.
0: You mean from that person?
1: Just from like the dream? Like telepathy? Because so like- you can meet people in those realms. You can. I, have I, met, I don't know if I've actually met like a person-person, at least unknowingly, maybe. Um, but you can meet people... And speak to them. But it's not like this. Mm-hmm. It is very different. That would be my best guess. I've never had that experience. Mm. Of like the knowing from like almost like there was a speaker there. But there was no speaker.
0: Yeah. But like like over the entire scene. screams.
1: Like to me screams like robotic. Like, um, uh, like someone created those people. Mm-hmm. In wherever that was.
0: So... That thing that he experienced, I became obsessed with. Like okay. the, the idea of something behind the dream was overlooking and watching the whole thing play uh, out. Ah, yes. I became obsessed with that, and
1: okay, I see what you're
0: saying. So leading up into this moment where I wanted to see Earth from space, before that I had been trying so hard. My intention was I want to Little speak. To, I want to speak to my to subconscious because <laughs> in, my, in my head I was thinking that that's my subconscious or some shit, right? Something. At that time, I was still of the belief that dreams were taking place in my brain exclusively.
1: Right.
0: And so I was always trying to see. I want to talk to my subconscious. I want to see my subconscious. Whatever with my subconscious. I I was trying to communicate with whatever this dude in this book was talking about. And it never worked. Nothing ever happened. They never responded back to me. I never got anything. So eventually I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to go see Earth from space. I don't care. I want to see Earth from space. So... Now I'm overlooking this other planet that's not Earth. It doesn't look like Earth. But I'm in space. And this voice speaks. And it sounds like... And I'm, I'll never fucking forget what it sounded like. It was oh, the most trippy thing I've ever heard in my life. It sounded like a thousand different people all speaking in unison at the same time. A mix of like man and woman, All talking at the same time. And it said... I don't remember the exact...
1: Like a choir except just...
0: But it was just talking. Just... Yeah. But it was kind of like that. It was just, yeah. Just all these voices in unison saying the same thing at the same time. And it was like this massive fucking echo. And it said like, this isn't Earth. This is something, something, something planet. And then it was talking about how I had a unique voice and I could go from fucking, from low to high and all this type of shit. And then it took me onto the planet. And I remember there was like, I remember there was like water, like it was an ocean and there was like these fucking... Weird snake things that were made of, of like flames and everything. And then I saw uh, I saw going back to Dragon Ball Z, Goku was there all of a Hell sudden. You. Yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, and it went to a different direction after that. But like <clears throat> that moment stuck with me. And I've heard this thing, that those thousand voices, a couple of different times in, in Lucid Dreams before. I've heard them. But I've also heard other voices. I've heard ones that sound false. Like different. They weren't that one. They definitely weren't that one. Were they
1: trying to be that one?
0: I don't know. But they answered when I was talking and requesting. Like, I wanted to know information that I was directing at whatever that was. And I would hear Mm -hmm. something else. So, sometimes I've heard, like, a female voice talk to me. I've heard different male voices. I've heard multiple voices at Mm -hmm. different times talk. Mm -hmm. And then I've also heard ones that sound very much like me. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, that's what I want to know. What? What, like, in... What do you think that is? So you've heard voices. I've heard voices. this
1: voice that you're speaking of. The thousand, the thousand person voice. Yeah. Um, I actually heard it the very first time I actually astral projected, like purposely, like sat down to do it again. When I, when I moved he- back, well not back here, but here, I didn't, I hadn't astral projected in a really long time. I kind of... <laughs> I think it's safe to say like you learn, you learn certain things and then it's kind of gets a little heavy and you have to take a break. Yep. And because you, you, you learn things about time and space and, and this existence that you're like, my human self cannot process this. I am
0: not ready for this information. The, yes. Yeah. Like
1: I'm not ready to take this. Yeah. You take it because, yeah. but then you remember the feeling of, of knowing this and then you're like,
0: fuck. Like, I can't, I can't forget this. You can't forget it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I had taken a break, so I was coming back to to Asheville, and that was actually one of the first experiences I had of clawing, like the clawing my mm-hmm. way out of my own body, uh, mm-hmm. was was here. Um, and man, it was like I laid down to take a nap, and I couldn't sleep, but I just felt exhausted, and I was like, maybe I should just try this again, maybe. And so I was like, "Fuck it, whatever." So I tried it, and uh, the very first fucking thing I heard was this. I like the, that's why I said choir. It was it sounded like a choir, but nobody was singing. Mm-hmm. But the voices were all very much not in tune, but not separate enough to hear a single voice.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It was yeah. just so weird, and so I heard this choir. This choir person. I don't know what's it the choir. I'm just yeah. gonna call it the choir. And it was just listing off things to stop doing: mm. quit smoking, stop smoking so much fucking weed, mm. stop overeating, mm. stop fasting so much, stop doing this, stop doing that. And I was just like, "Who the fuck is this? Like, excuse me, <laughs> sir, <laughs> <laughs> like, who do you think you are?
0: You don't live my life. <laughs> don't
1: tell me what to do." But no, I was just. But when when it was speaking, I was like, first of all, it was like almost like a, a, a instinctual knowing. Like, listen. You better listen Mm, to this, whoever this is. It
0: It felt important.
1: It was like a teacher, like, you know, when you quiet down and teacher starts talking when they come in the room and everybody's like, okay, class starts, listen. Mm -hmm. That's what it was like. You immediately, it was, you were just like, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't fear. It wasn't, you know, anxiety or anything like that. But it was just like this being, voice, person, vibration, energy, whatever it is, is important. Counsel, whatever. So Listen. And I heard that going on. I hadn't left my body yet. And the way this happened was so grudge-like. I, I wish I could have, like, filmed it. Like, Are you
0: seeing that, like, your eyes are closing, this is all just your mind's eye, and you're hearing this stuff, I'm right? hearing
1: it. Like, I'm on the couch hearing it. But, like, as, as this thing is talking, I can feel, like, my hands starting to come out. And I'm like, okay, like, this is normal to me. Like, this is, it's probably going to go the same way I left off. Like, I'm not going to get anywhere. But it was just, like... I kept going, kept going. I remember grabbing, like, kind of grabbing at my pants. Like, but then I got a hold of something. I I don't know if it was my pants. It wasn't because I wasn't moving, obviously. It was my astral. But I got to grab a something. And maybe it was the couch. But I just, I grabbed onto that bitch and I pulled myself. It was a struggle. I woke up, like, when this was over, I was sweating. Mm. I was like, I'm sweating now because
0: (laughs) I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) But, like, I woke up and I was just like, whoa, like. That was heavy like I didn't get far I got out I sat up and I was like oh shit uh, like it was kind of like oh I'm back bitch like kind of thing and then that was it but that was my experience hearing the voice what was your other question was who are these people
0: yeah what do you think like what do you think it is
1: I oh it's such a general question it's like species I don't know could be anything and it's like unlimited the number one thing like you have to or well like speaking to the listeners or whoever is going to try this there are just as many tricksters in these realms as there are on earth like it's just like it's the normal thing it still happens so when it comes to different voices you have to feel instead of listen like I mean, like when that voice happened, like you, I like the first thing I felt, listen to it, like it's good, like you're not scared, but listen to this voice. You will know who's trying to talk to you. And maybe not who, but like, or what, but you'll know what their intentions are because you, everybody was born with that fight or flight sense. That's your intuition. There's tricksters, but it's just who's to say who the fuck
0: that is. Yeah. it it, it (laughs) it definitely when i when i first experienced that one like that was the as i said that was the first time i heard it i've heard it i want to say like three or four times over my lucid journey astral journey whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. and i've heard many different yeah over my not physical life i'll just say that and and i've heard several different voices but when I would hear this one, it, it wasn't like I was afraid of it. It wasn't. There was no fear. There Almost was no
1: authority. It was more.
0: I was that more was like funny. there was. For me, it was more like I was in. Part of me was in awe. Right. One, I was in awe of the fact that holy shit, this dude was telling the truth. That he heard something, and now I've experienced it. But it was. I was in awe You're in because the
1: presence of something. Something great.
0: Something. Yeah. When I look back on the different like dreams and things lucids that I've had, astrals. The different voices that i have heard when you say tricksters that kind of makes me think of like the other times that i've heard other voices like you know i was like i'd, I'd have to go back and reread the dreams and everything yeah. to remember the specifics but i remember them not always giving me the information that i was seeking and just being like who the fuck are you where's the other guy yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. it's like
1: be par- careful
0: yeah so part of me feels like that whatever the choir is like they I'm gonna be honest like for a while there I, I straight up thought I talked to God you know that's what it felt like you probably did um
1: because it's access it's you fucking, have access yeah
0: okay so now that we're talking about access yeah And we're talking about God and anal. voices I'm just kidding love it love it love <laughs> that's it what you meant by ladies <laughs> ladies There's April nothing. 18th ladies yeah April 18th is anal day alright <laughs> give you a man let your man go up your butt or guys April 18th is for you to get in them. So then (laughs) September 18th is for them to get into you. An eye for an eye. So the back to the voices. So now that we're Salvia, I want to talk about Salvia real quick. You talk about fucking letting demons in and some shit. Yeah. When I, and you're talking about like, there's times when you're like my human experiences, my human vessel is not ready for this information right now.
1: It's just a, to
0: bear yeah my salvia experience was very much that and I've had a few salvia experiences and none of them went well but I just
1: don't
0: know. The, the first the first time that I did it though was easily the most intense psychedelic trip that I've ever had in my life ever ever nothing comes quite like the experience that I had there the lucid dreams that I've had astrals whatever the fuck whatever's yeah. happening there those experiences some of the ones that I've had like that the first time I heard the voice the, the time that I had a precognitive thing happen, and this, and Fidel. Fidel's number one. Right. Fidel's above everything else because he allowed all those other things to take place in the awareness within. But yes, after that, the Salvia trip was the first time that I ever heard a voice talk to me that wasn't mine or wasn't embodied by somebody. Yeah. I did it. I was in my living room. My Cocker Spaniel Evie was sitting next to me on the couch. I was watching fucking... For anybody that remembers Saturday Night Live in the 90s, it was amazing. Adam Sandler was a Boy Scout. Alec Baldwin was the camp counselor or whatever. And <laughs> Alec Baldwin was trying to get into Adam Sandler's pants. And I'd gotten this salvia from this dude at my old work. It was his last day. I barely even knew him. But at that point, I'd done mushrooms. I'd done LSD. I'd done DMT one time. Didn't get the full experience.
1: Experienced, but not, not an expert. Not yeah.
0: But I was very much <coughs> my, still my monkey self at the time yeah. and was very much overconfident in my abilities and my knowledge. So I do it out of a bubbler, and it's this stuff called purple sticky salvia, which came in like right, this I little purple like container. It. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> it. It, it looks like like purple weed, but it's like more sprinkled and fucking. It's weird, but so I do it out of a bubbler, and I have weed on the bottom of it, and the, hat, and the salvia on the top of it. And I remember taking. <laughs> I remember taking it. Did you rip it? Oh, I ripped it. Fuck. I fucking ripped it. So I took a huge. That'll it.
1: fucking put you in a mental hospital. Yeah.
0: Um, so I take a hit and I, (laughs) I blow it out and literally as soon as I blow the smoke out. It's
1: like, as you blow out the fucking smoke, that's mm -hmm. the worst part. You don't get no intro. It's just, just, all
0: of a sudden you're gone. Yeah. And I remember blowing the smoke out and when I would turn my head like left or right, it was like, there was this strobe light light effect happening. So, you know, when, for people that are listening, you see like the flash, 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 flash. Oh, strobe.
1: Yes. Strobe light. yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was like that. I would turn my head and there would be like this. Almost like this fucking strobe, 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 strobe strobe, I would strobe, like, strobe, strobe to the right, to the left, to the left, to the right. And I look, out. I was freaking the fuck out at first. Right, Not at first, but it got there. Yeah. So I'm looking at, I turn and I look at my dog and my dog's just staring at me like.
1: Like, you good, bro? Like, like I see what you're going through. Like, they know.
0: In high, And at that time, I wasn't aware of how much I think yeah, animals it, oh. know. And how I believe that animals do have consciousness. And especially, like, I definitely believe it in dogs as Fidel. So Gosh. looking back at that moment, I look at Evie looking at me and I think that she did know that something had worried. just happened. Yeah. Cause I, I can still see her face looking yep. at me Yeah. and I look back towards the TV and the TV now is repeating the last, th- it was like the last three words of the sentence that they had just said, Yeah. like over and over, yeah. and over and over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden the wall breaks out into like this kaleidoscope effect Yeah. and it starts doing that. And there's like all these fractals and patterns and everything. And then do you remember Windows Media Player? Yes. So the TV then goes from the SNL thing repeating to now it's broken out into that Windows Media Player. Like the weird tunnel that you're in of color <gasps> that when you're listening yeah. to music at like, yeah, you know.
1: does the whole thing. Like with the
0: music. With yeah. the music, yeah. So it turns into that, into like this tunnel. And then the TV, I hear a voice. And it says that everything that I've experienced in my life up to this point is like is fake it's like a fake reality and i'm trapped in this place whatever this is or maybe whatever this is i'm pointing to where i am right. physically right now that i'm trapped in this place or i'm trapped in whatever i was then experiencing The point is like you know i heard that and then i was like what the fuck <laughs> and i was like like what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> so i'm in like the matrix what the fuck <laughs> and i was like i had to have been 19 at the time so something scary like that. At 19. Yeah, and so from that moment forward, like it, it was. Ne- I've never been able to forget that moment. But I wonder now, after having the ins, because I'm trying to remember what the voice sounded like, as opposed to the voice that I heard in the in you know the, the lucid astrals right. and shit. I can't quite say that it was that same the choir. I don't remember it being the choir, but you I would
1: know. But you would one hundred percent know. You wouldn't forget that.
0: Yeah, I guess not.
1: You would one hundred percent know if it was that same voice.
0: I will say that that when Honestly. I heard the voice, it felt I felt much more fearful in that moment than I did for any other voice that I've heard. Yeah. You know.
1: I don't speak of, like. The name of it. No, like my experience with it. Mm. I don't talk about it. Um, however, I my. When I see Salvia, I see a doorway that has no protection whatsoever. Anyone and everything can get through this door. It is essentially the most fucked up Ouija board in the world. But it's like Ouija in the sense that like anything can get through. It's not all bad, but what sticks is the bad, like the bad stuff. This is my view of it. Um, and I'm not saying that people can't have a good experience on salvia. I've
0: been with people that have had way better experiences. Right. They're laughing and giggling same, and fucking. Same, yeah. same
1: with me. But those people, in in my experience, the people who are having a good time on salvia are the people who have not decalcified yet.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: It's, yeah, it's the facade of, I don't know. It's like, it's you know, it's like, I've never talked about this before. So a lot of this I've never said out loud, but it's still been like an opinion for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I, I think it's, Salvia is like a a brief moment of psychedelic bliss for those who are unaware of what psychedelics come with. It's like the pretty without the knowledge Mm. almost. I hope that makes sense. But like. This is why I keep dogs around for this for this reason because because of those experiences I now have things <laughs> that are with me that don't go away but can be like it's like symptoms you know you take your medication and dogs are medication for sure they keep these these things away and uh, it, you know I got fucking crystals and shit everywhere but um, yeah that's that's my my. My salvia, I have a very negative, I'll say, I'll be willing to admit, like very negative opinion of salvia. Specifically. Not just specifically, that's it. Not the people who take it because it does affect people differently. Yeah. I'm, I can't tell how it's going to affect you, but, and I'm not trying to judge the people who do enjoy it because it's just so general that yeah. we're talking here, yeah. you know?
0: Try it and find out for yourself or yeah. don't and or don't. You know, whatever. If you think that salvia specifically is something that there's like no protection, there's fucking it's whatever get, is going whatever on you there. Get. You've had a bad experience. I've had only bad experiences with it. What do you think is the difference between that and other psychedelics like mushrooms or LSD or DMT? and With Iowanska? those
1: psychedelics, I believe we we already know who the fuck we are when we get to that spot because when you when think about like your realization of of oh it just it just kicked in. You're happy. You're excited. You're like.
0: Oh, like yeah, a, like this is new. Like it's up. like
1: yeah, it's like you know like it's so. For example, my first uh, uh, psychedelic was in. I it was so dumb. Please don't ever do this, girls. <laughs> so stupid. We went. It was me and a girlfriend, and we went out camping at ten thirty at night. Oh. And as we're setting, we didn't even wait to like set. camping, camping. We went to the Hoya Coves or Caves. Uh, it, La Hoya, campground. By the coves. Somewhere. I don't know. We went to a campground. It was deep in the fucking mountains. <laughs> yep. And we went there and uh, we're, we, f- as we're putting the fucking car in park, we put the tabs in, and on our tongue. And then we're like, all right, let's set up the tent. There, were, I specifically remember a moment. It was my first time doing psychedelics. That um, I remembered who the fuck I was. Like, it's it's this memory where I was just like, oh fuck yes like I am not like it was like the last bit of like sleep that I got to wipe away from my third eye it was like the most beautiful moment I'll never forget it <laughs> but that's that feeling of being like oh shit instead of like what's happening even if it, you don't know if it's good or bad like I feel like Salvia when it first happens to you you're like whoa like you don't really know what's gonna happen but then like I guess it could go the same way with psychedelics. I've never had a psychedelic experience where it started terrible. But it's like with with, with mushrooms, with that that was my first acid, but with mushrooms it was it was the same kind of familiar like ugh, like I miss being this. Like I miss being in this dimension. Like this is who I am. And that's the difference. Lost versus
0: Oh, I know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I know.
0: And the same thing There's when, no
1: doubt when I'm, like, here versus Salvia.
0: And the same thing with, like, DMT and...
1: I have not done...
0: You haven't done DMT or DMT ayahuasca? DMT. Okay. And
1: I won't until I do my ayahuasca trip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I've heard... I've heard uh, I have heard. want the
1: god dose. I'm so excited. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. Uh, Just anal fuck my ass uh, up with some DMT. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's, that's the intense one right there. So excited. What about... It's uh, the
1: combo retreat. You do combo the day before and then ayahuasca and...
0: So what is combo?
1: Combo is the uh, poisonous, like that green tree frog. Oh. So they scrape the poison oh. off its back, and you <laughs> yes. get a place to burn yourself. You get like that. They take like a stick that's like charcoal or like fire on the end, and they poke you with it, mm-hmm. and they make like a row, and then they put the combo, the poison that they scraped off the frog, onto those little dots that are burned, and you go through. You have this experience. What happens is this this poison brings you directly into your heart chakra. So you get to. Uh, detox cluttered emotions mm. and that prepares you for ayahuasca because you have to declutter before you it. yeah so uh, and as soon as they they flick the little balls of poison off as soon as you get flicked them off they flick them off it's over hmm. you come straight back
0: Interesting. it's so cool some of the best podcasts of joe rogan are the ones with harvey marcus talking about his trips and his stories and fucking what he learned in the lessons and he just shares in such great detail but so he talked about ayahuasca and he's talked about dmt and he's talked about like the different let me find it on my phone actually because he talks about the different realms or the different layers like what he learned when he did ayahuasca and his experience with ayahuasca Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he came back with this that the the guides, the shamans. Yeah. That this is what they told him. So, this is dimensions according to Aubrey Marcus. And he says that. This
1: sound already sounds familiar.
0: So, he says that one through three are the physical plane. Okay, yeah. He says that four is time. He says that five is the dream state and the collective unconscious of all humankind. So, this is like. Both
1: could be the voices.
0: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And then six is the spirit realm, which is governed by Earth Mother. And DMT, he says, drops you there. So if you did DMT, you're just directly into realm six or whatever. Amazing. And then seven is the realm of energy, which is energetic vibration and large entities. And then eight was the pure potentiality, so the ability to affect change in the first four dimensions. So the. the I would like
1: to study that. I can send it to you. Yes.
0: Um, Please. And what he talks about in the podcast is like he, I think this is the one where...
1: So DMT then, that would mean there would be something other than DMT to get you to a higher well, stated consciousness yeah. or, or dimension rather.
0: Yeah. So what, what ayahuasca will do... But this that
1: is, isn't it, 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 it's the same drug.
0: It's the same drug, but right. I think it's like slightly different in the sense of... Ayahuasca
1: is more potent, yeah, in the sense, right, than I, just smoking DMT. Yeah. Okay. So, I've never done that,
0: so I have no idea. So, I, look, the way that they describe <clears throat> it is that DMT takes you to like the fucking, or, you know, the elves or whatever just you see, straight. It's straight to the sixth realm, which is like you can whatever the fuck is happening there. But then beyond that, there's the other ones, and then ayahuasca takes you to every single one, all mm-hmm. of them, over yeah. the course of whatever how many your trip. Yeah. yeah, which I think is like actually hours.
1: Isn't any psychedelic long? I think any psychedelic, dep- well, depending on your dose, I guess.
0: DMT and salvia. So salvia. Salvia
1: is super short, right? Super yeah. short, but and fucking And actually felt smoking like forever. DMT is short too, right?
0: Yeah, it's like fif- yeah. it's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops, supposedly. Yeah. But if you. But it feels. Well, okay. So if you smoke it, it's that long. If right. You, supposedly, if you mainline it, so if yeah. you fucking shoot it up, it's even longer. It oh, could be like shit. an hour. Which, they, they've been doing that for people that are like...
1: But ayahuasca is the digestive system, so that's why it would m- make it last longer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: okay. you're, you're ingesting it versus right. like just smoking it or all that. Interesting. And so you I go through... the body. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. Uh, he also did this one thing called ibogaine, which his experience with it Never was... Never heard of it. <sighs> It sounds fucking miserable. It's a psychedelic drug that it's... I want to say... I can't remember exactly, but I want to say it was like some kind of bark or something. But I could be way wrong. Oh, I
1: love that idea. If it's in nature, I don't care what it is.
0: He said it was like... Out of all the experiences and trips that he's had, that was by far the worst in terms of how he felt physically. Like you purge yourself right,
1: you, <clears> yeah, purge. on ayahuasca. Right.
0: It's a different kind of purge on... It, Ibogaine, supposedly, but he said that the actual trip, once he got clear of it, and it lasts like three days, I want to say. Oh. Yeah. And he said that when it's all said and done, like once you're done with the physical shit, the clarity that you get and the messages that you get are the most like clear and potent wow. that he's ever experienced. And he said that he remembers seeing like something about this giant, like that we were all living inside of like a blue giant who's just running around this track or something. And yeah. that's what the universe is, essentially. yeah. yeah. All right, so everyone, uh, AJ, thank you <laughs> Whatever, so much, man. Thank you, everyone. It is. Thank you so much for allowing me into your home and allowing us the space for oh, this first episode. I think this anytime. is probably, like, given how I'm doing this at this point, this might actually be a couple of episodes worth of stuff. So I was
1: thinking the same thing. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, however you want to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, but again, thank you so much. Is there anything I you want to was. plug or promote or?
1: I mean, I could plug my Instagram, I guess, because I don't really care now that this first. Episode is done and over. I don't care if
0: people know. <laughs> Okay, what's your Instagram handle?
1: My Instagram handle is Alien Jamie Lynn. Alien J A M I L Y N. Yeah,
0: that's mm-hmm. it. And uh, mine, of course, is Real Patrick Arthur, a Lucid Life podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Watching. That's fucking. No spoilers, Gamer. That's my other thing. Thank you for watching.
1: Intuitively watching. That. watching yeah. <laughs> you th- psychic bitches. Thank
0: you for watching with your ears. Go Lakers. Go Kobe. Go Kobe's family. All the victims Prayers. and everything. And uh, thank you and so happiness. much, Fidel. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Be good to each other. Peace.